Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us today. Asura Bateves, continuing in Likud Halochas Yoridea, Chelek Aleph, Hilchas Giluach, Halocha Hei. In the middle of paragraph Vav, we're up to the subparagraph, Vizeh Bechinas Isur Nida. We dedicate the learning today, Lilu Nishmas Durina Bas Chaim and Chaya Clara. And Li'iloi Lechvoid Nishmas Moireno Horav Reb Nosson Ben Chayalana Horav Reb Nosson Rav Tovi Heretz, whose yard site is also today. Schusa Yevon Aleinov Al Kol Yisrael. We dedicate the learning for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Freind Lorechel, Shlomo Nissen Ben Mazel, Avram David Ben Chana, Hindachasa Baschana, Soragitel Baschana Riva. Yehudis Baschana, David Lei Ben Shena, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Avigail Brocha Bas Shirat Voira, Shirat Voira Bas Miriam, Jonas Ben Hilda, Yehuda Ben Saramaya, Chaim Arya Ben Brocha, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Michuel Yaakov Ben Idis, Gershon Chanoi Chenech Ben Rochel, Tuvi Tzvi Ben Chayaliza, Eitan Yoel Ben Edna, Besoich Shar Choyli Yisrael. Once again, this halacha is based on Torah Chof Aleph in Likutei Moran. Rav Zal continues, V'zeh b'chinas isur nida. Based on what we've been learning till now, we'll understand why a woman, when she becomes Tomei, is forbidden for seven days. Ki dam midois nimshach mehora shel eitz Because the whole concept of a woman having to go through this process of having this flow of blood goes back to the Pigama, the Eitz Hadas. She'oz neskalolo chava. That's when Hashem issued the curse to chava of Be'etzev tel dibonin. She'hein bechinaz dam nidois. K'meisham Rabbi Semesal, as the Gemara points out in Erevin, that that also refers to dam nida, not just birth. Va'alkein oz osur hazivug legamri. And that's why when a woman is in that state, she is forbidden to be with her husband completely. Because when she is in that state of Tumah, it's impossible for them to be able to, to draw this child from a place of holy das. We explained earlier in the previous year that the union between husband and wife is supposed to be das, vayeda odam and this is why the Pasuk says, shiva, shivas yomim tia benidoso, that for seven days she's in this state, keneged bechinas shivas haneirois, corresponding to the seven candles, the seven openings of the head that we spoke about in the previous year. Shehein bechinas shivas yemei hamishta shel which we mentioned also is the reason behind the seven-day celebration that of a wedding. And as we learned previously, one of the main factors that brings holiness into the birth of a child is the purification of these seven candles, these seven openings of the head. And therefore, she has to wait seven days. As it says by Miriam Hanavia, 
when she contracted saras, also there had to be a period, a waiting period of seven days. For oz neteres mayim daika. And then, after seven days of purity, then the woman becomes pure by toiveling, dipping in a mikveh of water. Kalidei hatvila b'mayim nimshach oleho hataharo mebechinas hashiva koilois sheomar dovid alamayim. Because we learned earlier that there were two steps needed in order to be moiled the moichen the das. There was the purification of the seven candles. And there was screaming to Hashem, Tsa'oka. We know the Torah tells us that Dovra Melech said one of the outstanding chapters of Tehillim, chapter 29, where there he mentions the word koil seven times. Koil Hashem alamoyim, koil Hashem hiram almayim rabim, koil Hashem choitzev lavoiseish. Seven koilois, which the Gemara says, Dovra Melech said, over water over water. So by the woman dipping in these waters, she's connecting to these shiva koilois of Dovra Melech, Shehein Bechinas Tsa'okois, which are similar to the, those screams that Rabbeinazal mentions in the Torah there. Bechinas Tsa'akas Hayoledes, like the screams of a woman in birth. Shal Yodom Moilidin Hamoichen, which is one of the major contributors to producing the moichen, the das, as Rabbein Azal explains in chapter 21 in Likutei Moran. Now, paragraph Zion and Ches are incredibly timely. In paragraph Zion, Rabbein Azal is going to explain what Golos is all about, why we're in exile, and what the Geula is all about. And in paragraph Ches, Rabbein Azal introduces the topic of Shoivavim, I believe this is the only place in all 4,000 pages of Likutei Alechus, this is the only place where Abnasazal mentions Shevavim, and we just happen, hopefully we're going to be learning this today or tomorrow, when this coming week is Shevavim. When we begin, we're going to be reading, right after Shabbos, the following week, we're going to be reading Pasha Shemois. We're going to begin the series of Shemois Vo'era Boi Beshalach Yisrei Mishpotim, which are the portions of the Torah that speak about the Jews going down to Mitzrayim, the, the Golos Mitzrayim, and coming out of Golos Mitzrayim. Today, Asura Beteves is one of the major fasts over the Churban Beis Hamikdosh, which led to us being in Golos, the major exile, the 70 year exile of, of Bavel. So here, Rav Nosan Zal is going to explain what Golos and Geula are all about. Based on what we've been learning till now, based on chapter 21 of Likud Imran, we'll understand how Chumash Shemois begins with this Pasuk. Ki Iker Kol HaGoliois. Because the main reason behind all of the exiles Bifrat Golos Mitzrayim, especially the exile in Egypt, Humachmas Pegam Hadas, is because of a Pegam in Das, Kimavur Besoif HaToyranal, as Rabbeinu Zal mentions this at the end of chapter 21 in Likut Imran. We know that the Gemara tells us that because when Hashem promised Avram Avinu Eretz Yisrael, and Avram Avinu said, Bamo Eida, how, will, how do I know? How will I know? 
this was considered to be a pigam and das, which is one of the major factors that led to the Jews going down to Mitzrayim. Hashem said, you're asking Bamoeda, now your children have to first, before they get to Eretz Yisrael, they're going to have to be in exile for 400 years. Rav Nosson Salnau is going to explain why Paroi's decree was specifically to throw the male children into the water. And this led the Jews at that time to cry out, to scream to Hashem. That's like the scream of a woman in childbirth. <coughs> That's what gave birth to the Moichen. That's what generated the new Das, Venizgale Moishe. And Moishe Rabbeinu was revealed, Shehu Hadas. Moshe Rabbeinu is known as Das. He's the one who gave us the Torah, which is the book of Das. Ubo mi Midian, and Moshe Rabbeinu came from Midian to Mitzrayim, Uga Olam, and took the Jews out of Golis. Ki ha-Mitzrim rotsu lahalim ha-Moichin chas The Egyptians wanted to cover up and hide the Moichin. Remember, Moichin means Das, Seichel. Moichin also means recognition of Hashem, acknowledgement of Hashem. V'alkein gozru al habonim. And therefore, they issued their decree specifically against the boys. She'al yodom mamshichin ha-Moichin ledor ledor. Because it's especially the male children that have the obligation of transferring the das, the moichin, from generation to generation through the study of Torah. And this is why the Torah tells us that a, a person is required to leave over children in the world. The word bonim means children. The word bonim means also specifically sons. We know the Gemara says, Rabbi Nezal quotes this in chapter 7 in the second half of Likut Imran about a person leaving in the world about a person leaving the world and not leaving a replacement for themselves. The Gemara quotes the Pasuk, Asher Ein Chalifus Lomoi. And the Gemara says, Chad Omar Ben V'chad Omar Talmud. There's a debate in the Gemara. One rabbi says that means leaving over a son and the other one says leaving over a student. But again, the emphasis on the son, the boy, and Rav Nosanzal says there's special emphasis here on sons because the Gemara tells us that sons, boys, generally have more, more das meyushav than girls. As Rav Nosanzal speaks about this in chapter 30 in Likud Imran. Because the, the male children, the boys, the men, are the ones who have the main obligation of das, of learning Torah and passing down Torah from generation to generation. Even though the women play a very, very important role. We know that, that we're told that the, when a child is born, the child is with the mother for the first few years. And the mother is the one who provides the foundation of emuna and the beginning of das. But again, the main obligation, the main obligation of teaching Torah is to the sons. 
ועל כן נשחק כמו המצרים להמיסם ולהשליכם למים. And it's because of this that the Egyptians came up with this smart idea of murdering the male children by throwing them into the water, into the river. Because it's there in the waters that the moichen are covered up. Because it's from the waters that we extract the vidas, the moichen, by screaming, by crying out to Hashem. That's this concept of these seven screams that Dovar Amel screamed over the water. Because we know that water is referred to as das. That in the future, the world will be filled with das like water covers the ocean floor. The Mitzrim wanted to do the opposite of this, to cover up the Das, to cover up the Moichin, by throwing the boys into the water, the male children into the water, so that they should drown and die there. Thereby, Causing the moichen to be concealed, to be covered up. The Israel also es shabahem. However, the Jews did what they were supposed to do. The tofsu umnus avoisam, and they grabbed hold of the methodology that their forefathers did, which was that whenever there was a crisis, vayitzaku bnei Israel al Hashem, the Jews cried out to Hashem. Kize iker hatikun shel hagolus. These next few lines, Rav Nassau says, because this is the, our main mission when we're in Golis, we're in exile, Vishal Kol Hatsorois. And this is the main response to all the suffering that Jews go through. Shekulam Nimshachem Michisoran Hadas. Because generally, all of our suffering and all of our exiles are a reflection of Chisoran Hadas. It's because of sins we've committed, and sins are a display of chisar and hadas. The Gemara says, mm-hmm. A person only commits a sin if foolishness takes them over, which is the opposite of das. As a result of the moichen being hidden, covered up, the das is not apparent. As Rabbein Ezra writes over there, at the end of chapter 21 in Likud Imran. And this requires screaming, crying out to Hashem. This is why on, on a fast day, like today on Asur B'Tevis, we, we have the standard tefillahs and we have extra tefillahs. We have slichas. We have avinu malkeinu. We have shma koileinu. These are all examples of this tsa'oko to Hashem, crying out to Hashem. And now Rav Nosanzal says, And this is what this final, long exile that we're going through today is all about. It's all related to a lack of das. 
the fact that the holy moichen are hidden, are covered up. And it's for this reason that Hashem sends us problems, suffering, in, in general, attacking the entire Jewish nation, anti-Semitism, and, and financial difficulties, and health crisis, all kinds of problems. And the individual problems and suffering that each and every Jew is going through in this long Golos. What's the purpose of it? Hashem is squeezing us. He wants to squeeze out prayers. He wants us to scream, to cry out to Hashem. And by doing that, we will give birth to the moichen. We'll take the moichen out of their hiddenness. We'll reveal the das. We'll reveal Moshe Rabbeinu again. Each and every single person in, in their own personal context. And it's this screaming Tashem, this crying out Tashem, that's going to play a very major role in bringing about the Geula. We know Geula is called Leda. Golos is called Ibur. When we're in exile, we're covered up like a, a baby covered up in its mother's womb. Geula, getting out of Golos, is like the baby coming out of the mother's womb. That's birth. Bebchinas, kicholo gamyolda tzioinesboneho. As the Pesach says, that the Jewish nation is going to suffer, but gamyolda, there's also going to be a birth, there's going to be a Geula. Ki ato besoif hagolos, because now, when we're almost at the end of this exile, who bebechinas ki boim ad majber v'koyach ayin leleda. It's it's we see the fulfillment of what the pasuk says that the children of Hashem are just about completely broken, and and we don't have the strength that we need for the birth. A woman, in order to give birth, she has to push and push. She needs she needs koyach. Haniskar Batoranal, which is mentioned again in chapter 21 of the Kudimran. And this requires crying out to Hashem. That each and every single one of us should cry out to Hashem. Based on our realization of how much das we are lacking. How our das is not bishlemus. We're still making mistakes. We're still committing sins. Shehu rochok me Hashem isborach. That we're far from Hashem. Ume hatoira kolkach. We're so far from Hashem and so far from really fulfilling the Torah. V'chol hatzaokos shetzoyakim Yisrael. And Rabbi Nezal says there on the Kutemran, all of our screams that we scream to Hashem they are in place of the Shechina crying out. Rabbi Nezal explains this over there in the Kudurant, that the Shechina has to give birth to this Das. Our screaming is like the screaming of the Shechina. Because remember, one of, the, one of the synonyms to the word Shechina is Knesses Yisroel. Throughout the Zohar Kodesh, the Shechina is called Knesses Yisroel. 
And we've mentioned in the past, the Arizal reveals that the word Shekhinah, when you write the word Shekhinah, each letter as a word, Shin, spelled Shin Yud Nun, the way you pronounce it, Chaf, spelled Chaf Pei, Nun, Nun Vav Nun, etc., it's Bigimatria 601, Tof Resh Aleph. And the Jewish nation is Tof Resh Aleph, 600,000 Neshamais, corresponding to the Shekhinah, which is this Tof Resh Aleph. There's a remez to this, a hint to this in Shira Shirim, where it says, Merkovoy Argomon, the chariot of Hashem is Argomon, Toichoy Rotsuf Ahavo, the inside is lined with love. The first letters of Toichoy Rotsuf Ahavo is this Tof Aleph, which is the Shechina HaKdoshah. And when the Shechina cries, this generates new moichin, new das. As Rabbi Nezal explains over there in chapter 21 on the Kudimran, And this is what the geula is dependent on. It's dependent on a revelation of das. Just like we got out of Mitzrayim through Moshe Rabbeinu, who is this epitome of das, so too the geula now requires a revelation of das, which requires a birth, which requires this tsa'oka. Ki ikr ha-ge'ula ha-rishonu mi-mitzrayim v'chein ha-ge'ula ha-achroina shonu l'kavu mitzap me'la b'chol yoyim because the main factor that brought about our redemption from Mitzrayim and this final ge'ula that we're hoping for and yearning for every single day ikr kol ha-ge'ulois hemalidei Moshe all of our redemptions are brought about through Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu, Shehu Hadas. He is the symbol of Das. He's the one to Hashem said, Ato Horeisol Das Ki Hashem Hu Alikim. Ki Mashehoyo Hu Sheyeh Kayodua. Because the Pasuk says in Kohelis, that which was is that which is going to be. What happened in the past is going to be repeated in the future. The same Moshe Rabbeinu who took us out of Golis Mitzrayim is going to be the one to take us out of the Golis now. As the Pesach says, Ad Kiyovoi Shiloi Velo Yikasamim. This week's Parsha, in Parsha's Vayechi, which we're going to read this coming Shabbos, it says there by Yehuda that until Shiloi comes, and to him will gather all the nations. Shiloi is a, is a nickname for Moshiach, and Shiloi is, is Bigimatria Moshe, exactly. So, and the Zohar Kodesh says, Ma the one who was is the one that's going to, the Redeemer that was is going to be the Redeemer. The first letters of Ma Shehoyahu is Moshe. That Moshe Rabbeinu is going to be the one to take us out of Golis, the final Golis, together with the two Moshiachs. Shehu Bechinas Hatzadik Shebechol Doer. Moshe Rabbeinu represents, is represented by the tzaddik of every generation. Shehu Bechinas Moshe, who is an aspect of Moshe. The Zohar Kodesh says, Moshe Isa Bechol Dora Vadora. Moshe Rabbeinu is found in each and every single generation by the tzaddik. <coughs> And it's through Moshe Rabbeinu, through the Tzaddik, they are the ones that bring the Das into every generation. And 
However, unfortunately, because of all of our mistakes, because of all of our sins throughout all the generations, the moichen are hidden, they're covered up, the das is hidden. And as a result of this, the das of the true tzaddik is hidden and covered up with all kinds of covering. The majority of the Jewish world doesn't know. And even though you say, well, what do you mean? I don't get it. The das is right here. The Torah is right in front of us. All the, the sforim are all available. Despite that, the majority of the Jewish nation doesn't see it. Because of all the coverings, coverings and coverings. By the way, this word hastara, hester, hester ponim, I once heard from my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld, it's referring to the Shekhinah being covered up, being in Golis, as we're speaking about here. The word hastara, hester is made up of two parts. Samachei, which is Bigimatria Aleph Dalit Nun Yud, which is the name of the Shekhinah, Aleph Dalit Nun Yud, and Tofresh, which is the gematria of the word Shekhinah when we write it out as a word before we said. Tofresh and the Koilal, 601, is the Shekhinah. So when the Shekhinah is in a state of hiddenness, when it's covered up, it's this term Hastara, Hester Ponim. The Ho'ikr, and what's one of the most important contributing factors to the Golas, to this Hastara of the Das? It's the major conflict and, and arguments and disunity among the Talmidei Chachamim, among the religious Jews, among the Talmid, not just religious Jews, but the Talmidei Chachamim. As is known, this terrible plague, this terrible disease, the major, major machloikis in, in the Jewish people and among the religious people throughout all the generations. Yosef HaTzadik and his brothers, Koirach and his gang against Moshe Rabbeinu, all the generations, Rahman the machloikis against the Baal Shem Tov, against Hasidus, and even during the time of the Arizal, there were those that opposed him. Especially now, in these final days, final years of this final Golos, whereby the Das, the presence of Hashem, is so super, super hidden. As it says in the Torah, Hashem said that this is what's going to happen. Before, the, before Mashiach comes, there's going to be an incredible hiddenness. That Pasuk is speaking about what we are going through, Rav Nassar writes. And all of the questions and the problems that people have against the tzaddikim of the generation. Hakol nimshach mi ta'alumois hamoichen. 
All of this is the result of the fact that the Meichen are hidden. The Das is hidden. People don't know. With all the technology, with all the everything, everything, we don't know. We don't know about Hashem. We don't know about the true Tzadikim. The hiddenness of these makifin, which most Jews are not to achieve. And this is where the main challenge is. This is where the main choice of every Jew is. Because how, is, how can we have choices when we don't have all the answers to all of our questions, when there are things that seem to be paradoxical. Because there are questions and paradoxes which we will not be able to answer, cannot be resolved throughout our entire lives. Just like the, the paradox regarding the fact that Hashem knows in advance everything we're going to do. And, and despite that, we have Bechira. We have, when it comes to, to doing it, we have a choice whether to do it or not. Because if we would understand all of these questions, we would leave the category of human, there'd be no Bechira anymore. As Rabbi Nezal explains over there in chapter 21 of Likudim Now Rabbi Nezal adds a very important point. But even those questions which we can resolve, which we can have the answers to, those makifin which we can bring inside our brain, that knowledge which we can achieve, gamheim i'efsher lahasig ulahovin benokel, it doesn't come easy. Utsrichin lozeh kamo yegiyos ba'avodas Hashem. A person has to work very hard serving Hashem with Torah and Tefillah and mitzvahs and ma'isim toivim. V'ho'ikar. And when we're talking about serving Hashem, the most important factors are the two things we learned about before. To scream to Hashem a lot. Both when we're learning, to put power into our learning. And in tefillah, to put power into our tefillah. That's number one. And number two, and to work on purifying this menorah that every Jew has, which is the seven openings of the head. And each and every one of us, based on how distant we are, based on how far we are from fulfilling the amount of screaming that we have to scream to Hashem, and working on purifying ourselves in all the areas of those seven openings of the head, purifying our eyes and our ears and our nose and the mouth, bifrat mikdusha shivas haneiros, especially <coughs> based on how far we are from perfecting ourselves regarding these seven candles, purity of the eyes, 
purity of the ears, listening to the words of the Chachamim, and being careful not to listen to, to profanity, to Lashon Hara, to Rechilus, to Moitzi Shemra, to idle talk, to all the things we're not supposed to listen to. And the nose, Rabbi Nezal says there, represents Yiras Hashem, Yiras Shamayim, V'horeichoi Be'yiras Hashem. And the mouth, everything that a person gives out of their mouth, and everything that a person takes in through the mouth. As each and every one of us knows very, very well how far we are from being perfect in, in purifying these seven candles. We have to realize that that also means that we're very far from real das. We don't know. There's a lot more than we don't, that we don't know than what we do know. And this is what causes us to have many questions and things we don't understand about the true tzaddik and his followers. Note, Rav Nosan Zalei's Va'anoshev, referring to the Talmidim of the tzaddik, referring to what Rav Nosan Zal was going through. He was under such incredible attack throughout his lifetime from opposition, the attack of the Russian government, the attack of the reform movement, the attack of, of, of the religious people, the Savraners, and even inside of Breslov, there were students of Rabbeinazal who questioned Rabnosanzal, who didn't necessarily agree with him with everything. Sheheim Iker Hadas Vahamoichim and the, the tzaddik emes and his, and his people, they are the real, the main das and moichen of the world. And this is where the bechira comes in. The bechira comes in whether a person is going to rely on their seichel. And I don't understand. I don't understand. Why is he doing this? Why did he say this? Why did he that? And choose to be distant from the tzaddik? Or be able to put aside to realize that our das, our seichel is defective, it's damaged, it's lacking. We're lacking a tremendous amount of seichel because we haven't purified ourselves in these seven openings of the head. And therefore, we have to rely on, a, we have to have a lot of emuna before we can get to the shleimus hadas. Umi a person who's looking for the real truth. Why, why emes lamitoi? Because the whole Torah is emes. All Jews are emes to a certain degree. But within emes there are, da- there are levels, levels and levels. And a person who wants the purest emes, Yitzhak Harbe Lahashem Isborach, will scream a lot to Hashem, V'yefashfesh b'maysov and we'll audit ourselves, we'll review our actions always, and realize that we're so far from perfect, and therefore we can't trust our intellect, we can't trust our judgment, that just because something doesn't make sense to me, doesn't mean it's wrong, doesn't mean it doesn't make sense. Especially in examining ourselves, where are we holding regarding these seven candles? Where am I holding in purity of the eyes and the ears? 
And then that person will be zeichet to realize, to understand the real truth. V'al kol ponim, and even if the person won't get to the highest levels of truth, al kol ponim yinotzel, at least the person will be saved shebevatai loyia oid misnaged v'choylek alu emes v'lamitoy. The person will not be against and part of the opposition against the true emes. Kiyoven chesroinoi, because the person will realize how lacking they are. Kamahu rochok midas amiti, how far I am from true das, al yidei shaloi kidei because I haven't yet succeeded in purifying these seven candles properly. Which are the eyes and the mouth, etc., etc. Question in the chat Is this tsa'oka that's being referred to here, which is tefillah, is this also an example of Rabbein means when he talks about turning our Torah, our tefillah into Torah, which is moichen, and not only Torah into tefillah? The answer is correct, definitely. That in Likutimaran, in chapter 22 in Likud Imran, the chapter immediately after this one, there Rabbein Azal speaks about going from Torah to Tefillah, from Tefillah to Torah. And Rabbein Azal expounds on this in another place in the Kutialochis, that our Tefillah is what, what generates our Torah. And our Torah is supposed to be what's, what generates our Tefillah. These two work in tandem with each other all the time. Oh, a question in the chat. But among the breast lovers today, there are people who don't always do the right thing. Surely what Rav Nassim says here doesn't mean that just because someone calls themselves a follower of Rav we're not allowed to question them. Of course. The answer is of course. Each and every one of us needs to know, this is what Rav Nassim is speaking about here, each and every person needs to know who they are and who they're not. And that we are not Rabbein we are not Rab and, and we are not like the great Sadiqim of the past. And therefore, even those who are trying and want to come close to the Tzadik Emes, it's a process, it's a long process, and, and each one on their own level. And however, however, people today who attack Rabbein who attack Rab there, those people have to ask themselves a very, very serious question. Who are you starting with, number one? And who do you think you are? How much do you know? How much do you really know? Are you qualified to challenge Rabbein Azal or to challenge Rav Nassim Look in his say, look, look at Likuti Alachas. This person was, was not an Amoritz. This person was a Talmud Chacham of the highest, highest caliber. And if this person says Tzadik Emes, if this person says that Rabbi Nachman was so great and so great, a person better be extremely careful before they disagree with that or before they make public statements about staying away from Breslov, not learning Likutei Maran, not learning Likutei Alachas. Heaven help, heaven help any Jew who has the audacity, Chas Vishon, to make that kind of a mistake especially when the vast majority of people who make those statements never studied Likutei Maran, never studied Likutei Alachas. Imagine the chutzpah and the insanity and the foolishness 
for somebody to say stay away from something when you don't even know what it is. Rahman al-Islam. Any other questions? And now Rav Nosanzal introduces the topic of Shoivovim. Paragraph Ches, Vezeh Bechinas Shoivovim. And this is the concept of Shoivovim, which is the name that's given to the next few weeks. Shoivovim has six letters, which refers to the six weeks when we're going to read Shemois, Vo'era, Boi, Beshalach, Yisroi, Mishpotim which make up the first, the, the word Shavavah makes up the first letters of those six parshiyos. Shebohem noyagim hakshirim lehisanois, whereby the religious people have a custom to fast during these six weeks, to choose a day in each one of those six weeks as a fast day. And there's also a custom that people have of not eating dovor minachai, not eating something that comes from a living animal or a bird during one of the days of those six weeks. And that during these six weeks there are special slichos for shoivovim. That on one of the days of these six weeks there are special slichos that are recited before in Breslau the custom is to do it before davening. Not all of the shuls have it. The main shul in Meisharim, during these weeks of Shavavim, on Thursday morning, before Nates, before Shachris, they, res- they say the Shavavim for each one of these weeks. Keep, and we know that on a leap year, last year was a leap year, then you have Shavavim Tat, it's called. They add on the parshas of Truma Tetzaveh. Because throughout these six weeks, we read about the exile in Egypt and the Jews coming out of that exile. Which was accomplished through the screams, the tefillahs, the cries of the Jewish people. And so too, this is exactly what we need to be doing now in our exile. Vezehu, and this is what the Pesach says in Yirmiya Hanavi, Shuvu vonim shevavim. Do tshuva, return to Hashem, you rebellious children. She'ikar kol hatsoros v'hagolios rachmanotzlan heim alidei chisorin hadas. One of the main factors behind all of our suffering and all of these exiles is lack of das, committing sins, which is a display of lack of das, ruach shtus. We're going after the foolishness, the nonsense, the, the silliness. Shezeh bechinas shoivovim. That's what this term shoivovim means. A wild, a wild animal. Shekol echod choylech ba'olomoy kemoy meshuga v'shoivov mamish. People are running around the world like crazy people, like, like rebellious, like a, a rebellious kid. As the Pasuk says in Yeshaya, that people run around in this rebellious way, following their heart's desires, whatever they want, not really thinking carefully, not really searching for das. What does Hashem say? 
Is a man a woman? Is a woman a man? Or are they two different things? And all the incredible insanities in the world today, things that people are pursuing, coming out with more, more foods, more, more, more nash, more treats, more chocolate, f- different variations of, of sugars and sweets and all kinds of nonsense, things that aren't making people better. They're not improving our lives. They're ruining people's lives, Rahman al-Islam. And when a person will realize all of this and understand this, that I, I am a shovav, I'm crazy. Because I allow myself to follow my heart's desires. And I'm not looking at my ultimate purpose. What, what, what? I'm on a mission now. Every one of us is on a mission. Shlomo says in Kohelas, From the day that a person is born, they start, they're walking. They're moving in a direction. What is the direction? The cemetery. That's where all of us are walking every single day. We're walking towards that final destination. Are we nuts? Are we totally crazy that in the middle of this walk we're looking shopping to see maybe they came out with another type of chocolate chip cookie or another type, other foolishness, an an I-69, not an I-42, an I-69 and an I-79, etc. Looking, Looking into all kinds of foolishness and nonsense which are all diversions from what our real purpose of life is, what our real mission is. So a person who will realize this, people are not looking at what their ultimate eternal goal is. The person will definitely have pity on themselves. And cry out, Allah Hashem, beg Hashem, Hashem, save me. Save me from the tsunami of insanity in the world today. Save me from all the, the craziness. And by doing this, each and every single person will achieve on their level to generate their moichen, their das. And this is one of the major, major factors in bringing about the Geula, Bechlau, the Geula for the entire Jewish nation, and our individual Geula taking us out of our own prison, out of our own Golas, each and every single person, in each and every single generation, every time. The Baal Shem Tov says that on Friday night in L'Chadoidi, we say, Korvo El Nafshi Geula, that besides the general geula that all of us are waiting for, waiting for Mashiach to come and take all of us out of Golas, there's an individual Golas, there's an individual prison that each and every one of us is imprisoned in our Mishigasin, in our insanity, in our craziness. And a person has to cry out, Hashem, Hashem, take me out of here. Take me out of my insanity, out of my foolishness, my craziness. There's a pasuk lochein golo ami mibli das. Therefore, my nation is in exile from lack of das. So the definition of golos is lack of das. The de- definition of geula is the highest level of das. A question in the chat: 
is the custom of eating vegetarian for one day a week during the Shavuot only for men, or can it be practiced for women too? I, I would think that a woman can do it. There's nothing, I don't think there's anything wrong. It's directed especially towards the men. If a woman wants to be included in this, she can. Klal Hadover, Rav says, to summarize everything we're saying here, paragraph this, She'ikar kol agolius v'atzoris v'achmanolson beguf v'nefesh hakol mi'chisor nadas. That all of the exiles and all of the suffering, <coughs> all of the suffering, physical suffering and spiritual suffering, hakol mi'chisor nadas, is all coming from lack of das. Based on the fact that we have not succeeded in purifying these seven candles properly, and also we haven't been crying out to Hashem the way we need to. This is what causes the moichen and das to be hidden from us. And that's also the cause for people being distant from Hashem and distant from the true tzaddikim. That's what all of these exiles, that's what all of this suffering is really all about in a nutshell. Person once, can you tell me in one sentence, what is, gol- what is all of this suffering all about? And how are we going to get out of all of this suffering? This is it. One of the major, major factors is lack of das. And this is, this is the focal point of the whole Bechira, the whole concept of free choice. The, the Bechir is because of the fact that we don't, we cannot answer all the questions that we have and all the crookedness in our heart, all the negative attitudes in our heart that people have towards the true tzaddikim and their students. Because if a person would see and understand immediately the real truth, the goidel ma'alosam v'tzikosam, and the person would understand right away the greatness of the true tzaddikim, and how a Jew can be zoichet to every possible type of goodness and eternal goodness through these tzaddikim and their students. A person would run on their hands and feet to try to come close to them and to roll in the dust of their feet. However, unfortunately, because today the truth is so hidden, so very, very hidden, and there are so many different 
op- opposing forces and people who are against against the Jewish people, against the religious people, against the Hasidim, against the Breslavers. And these people say the things that they say. To the point where these opposing, these people who oppose, they present all kinds of questions. Why, you, why is he doing that? Why are they doing this? How are they allowed to do this? And bilbulim and, and putting all kinds of confusion into people. And this is where everyone has a choice. Because the choice is based on the fact that you cannot have all the answers right away in the beginning. Because the answers to many of these questions are in the category of Seichel Hamakif. It's not in your brain. You don't have the brains right now to understand it all. It's makifen to you. As Rabbi Nezal writes over there in chapter 21 regarding this paradox of how is it possible that Hashem knows what I'm going to be doing an hour from now and you're telling me that an hour from now I can do whatever I want. I have complete free choice. These questions are in the Seichel Hamakif. And the whole essence of choice is because of this. The fact that we don't, we cannot understand now how this is possible. How it's possible that Hashem knows in advance everything and yet we have free choice. And the same thing is true regarding all the questions that each and every one of us has. Questions on Hashem, questions on the Torah, questions on the Tzadik Emes. And questions on his Talmidim, on Rav Nosan Zal. The main Bechira is, is dependent on the fact that we don't understand, we don't have the answers to answer all the questions that we have today about the true tzaddikim and the very religious people. Why are good people suffering? If they're so religious, how come they're going through, how come they have a more difficult life than, than the people who are less religious, etc., etc.? Ubeemis, the truth is, if this seichel, if these moich and this das were completely hidden, it would be completely impossible for anyone to come close to Hashem and to the true tzaddikim. However, Hashem loves us. Hashem is kind, full of kindness. Hashem has rachmonis on the Jewish people in every generation. And Hashem in each and every generation gives us a major revelation of incredible das. 
through the incredible, awesome revelations of Torah, which the true tzaddikim bring us in each and every generation. And that creates a situation where there is choice. There is free choice. Both sides are loaded. The Eitzahara, the Sitrachra, is loaded. He's got nuclear weapons. But the side of Kedusha also has nuclear weapons. There was an Arizal, there was a Rabbi Shema Baichoyazal, there was a Balshemta, there was a Rabbeinazal. There are tzaddikim in each and every generation. Shemi she'enoi roi A person who doesn't want to fool themselves. They don't want to lie to themselves. And the person looks really, really honestly. That person will be able to see through the real, real honesty and real truth. They'll be able to see amitas Where is the real truth? Where is the highest truth in Klal Yisrael? There are thousands of flavors of Yiddishkeit. There's Litvish, Hasidish, Misnagdish, Sfardi, Temani. There's thousands of flavors. To search where is the Amitas Nekudas Emes? Where is the highest, purest level of Emes? Ulamila Hiskarid. And therefore, who should I come close to? And if the person still has many questions, who maven, the person realizes, that it has to be this way. It's not possible to understand everything right away. Of course, it's impossible for us to fully understand a level of das that's so far above us. Shehu hadas hatzadik emes, the das of the true tzadik. Because just like we cannot understand Hashem, and therefore there must exist a situation where there are many questions that we have about Hashem. It must be that way. As Rabbi Nezal writes about this in chapter 52 in the second half of Likud Imran, so too similarly there must be many questions about the true tzaddik it's impossible for us to understand the true tzaddik who is so far above us however despite that as a result of the fact that those who have tasted this forum of the true tzaddik, they, they have already received a little bit of a light of this incredible, incredible light, this true das of the tzaddik emes. That should be enough of a motivation if the person is honest and if the person isn't arrogant and stupid, that should be enough of a motivation for the person to run after 
those tzaddikim and their true students with every ounce of energy that the person has, every iota of drive. Ki ato because the person is not going to be able to tell Hashem, Hashem, I, there was no, I could, how could I have known? You could have known. You did know, even. There are many people that do know, but for all kinds of silly reasons, they don't go after it. As a result of the fact that the person saw a glow, the person saw a little bit of light, of the incredible das and truth of the true tzaddikim. And opposing that, he hears the questions and the challenges of those who oppose the tzaddik. Which inject atheism, the akminius, and crookedness in the person's brain. And this is what the whole Bechira is really all about. And Rav Nosan Zal says, and let every person choose for themselves. Now make your choice. And understand very, very well what, what's being said here. Rav Nosan Zal reminds us again, look at yourself. Look at, examine your own actions. Are you a tzaddik? Are you Moshe Rabbeinu? Are you a big tzaddik? Do you know everything? Where am I holding in, in the purity of the seven candles? And through this, the person will understand how far they are from being able, able to understand the true das, and the entire Bechira is dependent on this. It's no coincidence that we're learning this today on Rav Zal's yard site. This is Rav Zal reaching out to every one of us and giving us a glimpse, an insight of who he is and what this is all about, what life in this world is really all about and what suffering is all about and what the problems are all about and how everything can be fixed, everything can be resolved. All of our personal problems and the problems of Klal Yisrael and the problems of the entire world can be fixed. We should be zeichet to absorb what we're learning and be zeichet to, to do our part, to contribute in our own way to bringing about the Geula Shlema B'mheira D'Amenu, Amen D'Amen. Wishing everybody a meaningful fast, we should be zeichet to bring in Beis HaMikdash. Oh,